Welcome to another episode of It's Just Pennies. This is the Stock Whisperer. Before you enjoy today's episode, let me just state this. I am not a financial advisor, so if you're looking for financial advice, please seek an investment professional. The episode that you're about to hear is strictly for educational and informational purposes only. Welcome OTCers. If there was a script written for the last two months, I think I've nailed it. If you've listened to the episodes released on each Monday since August till this week leading to the SEC deadline, I basically hand-delivered in my opinion what would happen. Hopefully, it helped you avoid paying unnecessary market tuition. This upcoming week, we'll have those last-minute filings, right? We'll have uh, to be current. In short, if a stock is not pink limited at minimum, I think if I'm interpreting the rule correctly, they would not be able to be traded much by many brokers. Now, if you choose to hold those tickers, I think I have like two of them that I'm choosing to hold that didn't meet the deadline, they would not be able to be traded either, meaning you would be basically holding until they, to the company, do what they say and get their their filings in. And then uh, by them not meeting the deadline, I think they have to go through an extra layer because they'd be on the gray markets to get off those markets and then to get back current. So in short, by me choosing to hold tickers that did not meet the deadline, it's really going to be a patience play. It may be one where it takes much longer than expected or that I intended for them to to hold and then they get for them to get current. But in the meantime, I can just trade other things and hold some of the other quality plays that I'm continuing to hold. So definitely please keep that in mind as you will see certain tickers move just on the filings as we have the past few weeks. But no, the filing deadline is coming up this week. Besides that, I would definitely be looking into stocks that ran off filings, but that may have dipped, right? For many, tickers have moved just because they got current. They may not have had any other catalyst to follow behind them. So hopefully you were not one that chased a ticker because the filings got in. Because what I noticed this past few weeks is people with massive fallings would say, oh, ticker ABCDEFG just got current acquisition merger coming. And when I went back and did the research, there's no hint of acquisition. There's no rumor of acquisition. That's just them selling wolf tickets in my opinion to get the people who buy what they buy to jump in and cause the stock to move right so i'm teaching or i will i want people to fish before i i dive into filings play let me validate some of these rumors let me see with my own eyes do some research do some dd or if i'm going to treat it as a a filings play i'm gonna look for a dip get in get out for a quick trade um, if you were, unfortunately, you gave in to FOMO and you bought in at a high rate, you might have to decide whether or not you should be cutting those losses. Hopefully, the company comes through with something significant after being current. But just because they're current, in my opinion, doesn't necessarily always mean they're legit. We're going to see which companies are legit. And I say that because some companies use, potentially, in my opinion, use shares to fund their own pockets, right? Some use it to fund the company, but you can tell by some of these, when the authorized share is so massive, they haven't done anything and they're continually diluting. So it's gonna be interesting to see how legit are some of these companies 
who are now current. Now, the beautiful thing about these companies now being current is the pickings are now slim, right? You're no longer going to be really, you, your chances of diving into a pump and dump should decrease tremendously, which is a good thing. So for me, besides the filings play of looking at tickers that ran and now dipping that I've now, I've done research on and maybe they do have something coming up, but it's just not out there yet. I'm going to be looking for uh, entries in those. Along with those, hopefully we get an update and a 8K with the AAPT merger that they announced last week. Besides that one, GVSI, the filings are uh, are coming in. After being after they become current, we'll see what's what's next. Now, GVSI right now is moving because George Sharp was the person or who he's affiliated with, if I'm correct. It's a custodian of that account. George Sharp, he has a, I'm going to say a roller coaster track record, but his biggest claim to fame is having TSNP go from trips to over a dollar and he helped orchestrate that deal. So that was the one, maybe FORW was the other one. But besides those two, off the top of my head, there are, there has been others that tanked. So it's going to be interesting to see how this one does. But for this week, I personally think with the hype and the following that he has, that GVSI is going to have a strong move, a few good pops in it. But if there's no update after being current, it may retract some in price. So keep that in mind. ICOA as well is another one that I'm looking for more updates. It's one that I have spoken about and is and I think at one point, my memory serves me correct, was a ticker of the day. That one right there has moved significantly as well. The company has hit it at uh, some deals being completed. And to follow up with that one, I'm looking for the news that I didn't get last week, but the company put out a tweet saying that we should get something this week, ILUS. So those are some plays that I'm looking for for this upcoming week, the last week of September, starting September 27th. Now that I gave you insight on what I'm, I think will happen for this upcoming week, let's go ahead and review some of the tickers that moved uh, last week. So Monday, AAPT moved 30% and they had news about the LOI uh, merger agreement. ILUS moved 30% on strong continuation. JPEX moved 19% uh, and they updated their description. GVSI moved additional 19% and they found it uh, AK. NILA is a low float and moved 56% on acquisition news. TGGI has a strong support, strong shareholder-like following. The share structure isn't the greatest in my opinion right now. Uh, it's linked to Chinese merger. It has moved massive. I'm not, we can't downplay. It was in the trips and it has moved over a penny at one, um, at this current time on Monday and it moved 30, over 30% on Monday. Uh, and rounding off Monday, TONR, another stock that was formerly mentioned on, on the podcast, moved over 80% uh, when they updated their OTC status to pink. Going to Tuesday. NSPT ran 225% as their OTC, OTC status updated. IFAN uh, moved 9.9%. GMZP moved 15%. Both of those are SSM monopoly plays. Uh, KR 
FG moved over 10% as they're, they have been linked to a merger. And I think people are now trying to time when that merger is going to be completed. Hopefully we get an update soon. TONR moved another 37% as merger a merger acquisition expected soon, right after all the filings are in. AMLH moved 66% over an announcement of what is next. VPER moved over an additional 17% as they put out updates that they reduced debt. JPEX moved 13% as they provided additional information on their status being updated. So that rounded off Tuesday. Wednesday, TONR moved another 42%. So if you got in TONR, let's say you wasn't one and you panicked so when it, when it dipped a while ago, but you got in on Monday. Monday, it moved over 80%. Tuesday, it moved over, um, uh, let's see. If my memory serves me right, I think I just said 30, 37%. And then Wednesday, it moved an additional 42%. So that there right there alone between Monday and Wednesday gave you 100% of your returns. Definitely something to keep in mind. Mergers expected with TONR less than two weeks. So we'll see if they hold their word. TGGI again moved another 19%. As I saw an email being leaked, um, an email out of the rumor merger that is near. So we're going to definitely keep an eye on that. PSRU moved another, moved 91%. Now this one right here. Uh, I have a, a love-hate with relationship with this one because this one at one point in time was about $0.12. Cent. Uh, they had some debt, I believe. They had to do some dilution, so it caused a massive sell-off. Along with that, every time they release good news, it has a strong pop, then it comes back. But this week, this past week, it has some steady gains, which is a good sign. Hopefully, it continues because it seems like they're working on a lot and they're trying to do their best for their investors. So, Time will tell. MVNT moved 52% on a tweet update. CIVX has a low float. Their filings uh, are coming in. And from my understanding, the company is still working on a merger. It moved over 16%. Thursday, CIVX moved another 19% as their OTC status was updated. DGTW, 15% is a bankruptcy play. Their OTC status was updated. ILUS moved another 23% as uh, it's just slow and steady. Like there was no update on Thursday, but they had a strong move. They have a strong following. A lot of people, when your company is stable and your company is strong and your investors believe in that company, you don't always have to put updates every day for it to continue to go up. And ILUS is one that reflects that. MNVN moved 16% as people are waiting for updates. It's one where I know SS Monopoly tried to get custodianship on it. The company, uh, the courts did not grant SS Monopoly custodianship because it was proven that the CEO had a deal in place. From my understanding, that's how I interpreted, that's how I interpreted the decision. Now, since then, the CEO has went quiet. This price uh, dropped tremendously because the SEC deadline is coming up. Now, as much research as I've done, I have not found anything on my end substantial besides a few emails back and forth, basically saying, hey, we're working on filings. I don't know how true that is, um, but it would suck because with SS Monopoly track record, it would have just made more sense for SS Monopoly to be granted it and the shareholders 
get some money um, because the value that SS Monopoly would have brought to that stock ticker. So hopefully the CEO delivers. He really has only a few days left, but right now everything's been quiet. The SEC deadline is near, so time will tell, and it's not much time left. NBRI moved over 40% as people are looking more towards the updates. Friday to round off the week, September 20th through September 24th, GTOR moved 110% in the gaming industry, and they provided some updates. So if you remember, GMER was also in the gaming industry, and I'm not, I'm not saying GTR is going to run like it, but GMER was one that one of the people I was interviewing came on the podcast and they dropped and dropped that ticker. It was around one cent and it ran to over 70 cents. GTOR is also in the gaming industry. They provided an update and it went out 110, over 110% on Friday. RMRK is a company that is current and is a company that is legit and it moved over 16%. INTK moved over 41%. I really personally couldn't find anything on it. Um, I'm going to have to do some more digging to figure out why it moved over 41%, but it had a strong move on Friday. PUGE moved over 33% as the company provided updates and they pro- and provided information on a possible acquisition. ETEK moved over 44% on a reverse merger rumor and a few filings came in. So they're not too far away from being current. Hopefully they meet that deadline in the next few days. And rounding off Friday, ICOA moved over 21% as they provided updates about the acquisition that they hinted at. So it looks like something is brewing with ICOA. So if you're not in it, I'm not telling you to chase. I'm never big on chasing. There's always other tickers, but you could play it for a quick pop if you like the news or if you think the news is going to cause the price to go up much higher. This concludes today's episode. As always, if you can, please rate, write a review of the platform you're listening to allows you to do so. If you have any questions or topic requests or would like to be a guest on the podcast, please email me at pennystockwhisperer at gmail.com. Again, that's pennystockwhisperer at gmail.com. Other than that, have a good day and see you later.